Hey Dave, it's Joe. I'm just doing some grocery shopping, listening to your episode. I just want to call and say thank you for running an amazing session. It was so much fun. And yeah, rolling that three was super satisfying. Although, I was a twinge little bit disappointed. I wanted to be the first one in the graveyard, man. I was trying. I was really trying, dude. 66 had a death wish. And I absolutely would not have thought it was mean by any definition of the word if 66 had gone down to zero HP in the water. Yeah, he's dead. There's no recovering that body. Anyway, dude, it was an amazing session. Can't wait for the next one. Peace out. From fairy tales to happenstance, the dice rule every random chance. Take off your coat and stay a while, we'll roll in that deep percent time. Hey Dave, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Just listened to your spooky house show where Brett called in. That is great that he did that with his kids and how his kids love that game. I I think that's awesome. I'm so glad that he took the time to record that. Brett, I know you're listening. Thank you for recording that for Dave. That was great to listen to. Um, another option, although obviously Tunnel Goons is great and, and would do definitely, like Dave says, definitely what you want. You could easily take ICRPG as well, and if, if you're comfortable hacking a little bit, you could just cut it down to three stats. There's no reason to have six attributes. You could have three attributes and just give them three points to distribute among the three attributes and, and run ICRPG. It's got space stuff already written in the main rulebook, so just an idea. Anyhow, let me um, leave another message. So my next thought regards the Black Hat game I can't believe you didn't have a combat force. I'm going to quit. Actually, Dave, I think all four of the players we had, Pete Jones, Colin Green, Free Thrall, and myself, knows how Free Thrall is just a nameless internet entity. Anyhow, I'm just kidding. There's Spencer. I think all of us were, fine, were happy not having a combat. We're, we're all people that like to role play, and I don't think we minded not having a combat in there, to be honest. So I wouldn't worry about that at all. Um, some games are like that, and that's okay. You know, it's, I don't think it's a problem. You did a really good job of, of rolling with us and, you know, letting us fumble around and look for things, and at no point did you seem flustered or, or unprepared. So don't beat yourself up, yeah, beat yourself up over not having a combat. I think it is a good rule to have combat in a session, but I don't think it's a requirement where if you don't have combat, it's a failure. I, I really don't believe that. Um, and it's going to be interesting, like you say, as we get new players in. And, and yeah, we've kind of moved away from the West Marches thing, actually, inadvertently, one way or another. I wonder if trying to pull us back into West Marches, I'm sure all of us being good-natured folk would would be fine with it, but I wonder if 
if that's the right move to forcibly make us do that or let us wander on like we're doing. It, it might be better to auto-correct us and get us into line. I don't know. We are an unruly bunch. Interesting questions that you, the DM, have to answer. Ah, ah, ah. Talk to you later, Dave. Sorry, Dave. One last thought. You mentioned about the diff- how you, you saw us for the first time in the, in the visual part. I have to admit, I chuckled. Not in a bad way, but so when you started describing the temple, when we went in, you were gesturing and doing hand movements. The columns were here and your arms are moving and the roof is here. And, and, and it actually, I'm, it's, I'm not laughing at you. It actually added something to it. It, it. it was still theater of the mind, you know, and it was still fine. But watching you gesture wildly was, was entertaining and it did help kind of a little bit with theater of mind thing. I definitely think the visual part adds to it, and I can see why people use Hangouts all the time. I'm, I'm about to start a Zoom account, so we'll see if that's a little more reliable. And if it is, maybe we can start using my Zoom account to play these games. But yeah, I enjoyed the visual part, to be honest. Talk to you later. Hey Dave, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm really glad you enjoyed Dragon Meat, glad you got to link up with the three T's, um, glad you got to talk to... Mr. Livingston, and um, yeah, sounds like you had a great time, that's awesome, I've always enjoyed when I've gone to conventions, I haven't been to really an RPG convention, I've gone to like war game conventions, miniature conventions, things like that, board game conventions, anyway, but anytime I've gone to stuff like that, I've always had a good time, so yeah, I, I think anytime, well that's not true, I went to, um, much more Gen Con one time, so I guess Gen Con's RPG convention, but anyway, I'm glad you had a good time, and yeah, if you ever, you get a chance to go to those things, I highly recommend you go to them, and you know this, you'll go to other conventions and run games and all, so I'm preaching to the choir here. Anyhow, I had a great time playing the Black Hack with you that last game, that was my first game as an evil, playing in an evil party, so that was interesting, and I look forward to talking to you soon. All right, you were listening to Jason there, of course, from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I didn't introduce him. If you don't know Jason already, well, welcome new listener, because this must be your first episode. Um, it's lovely to hear from you, Jason. Sorry, I've got a bit behind on me, um, me calling, so there's a few bunch together there. So, yeah, Jason's responding to Brett's, Brett's episode where he, well, my episode where Brett sort of guested and did feedback on the spooky house. I am very proud and happy that you enjoyed that game and very appreciative of the calling and your kids enjoyed it too. Thanks very much, Brett. Yes, Dragon Meat was super cool. Uh, I'll be going again next year and uh, and I'm really enjoying the Black Hack. And actually what you're going to get uh, later on, I've got a couple more call-ins and then I'm going to do a, a summary of the last couple of sessions of Black Hack. Uh, Jason refers to a couple of sessions there. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I am loving um, wrangling you lot. The players are giving me, they're giving me so much. Um, they constantly keep me on my toes and it is really good fun to, to run with what they are feeding me as a, as a GM. Um, so... Yeah, glad you're enjoying it, Jason. Cheers for the call-in. All right, time for a Black Hack recap. I think I've done two sessions since I last reported on this. I think we've maybe finished the fifth session now. Very pleased that it's still going strong. Last night we had five players. 
from a roster of a few more players, people dropping in and dropping out. That's the idea of the West Marches. Um, I hope people enjoyed it last night. It felt like they did. I am having a lark. Right, so we've got two episodes to talk about. Um, some people have already alluded to the previous episodes uh, elsewhere on Anchor. But it was interesting for a couple of reasons. Um, <clears throat> they finally got... They finally got... Well, it was a, it was a raid on a temple. So it was, it was close to a dungeon. Um, <laughs> there was more. There was more. They found, a, they found a secret door at the end of the session, or towards the end of the session. Uh, but they'd already got what they'd come for. So <laughs> they heard some ominous noises, the movement, some clanking of chains, uh, the movement of a massive shape. And they thought, nap. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that to some more heroic types. We're off. We're off to get paid. Um, the session, yeah. So the session was set up in an interesting way. Um, they decided uh, that they were basically going to. Well, Spike Pitt's character Stilton decided he wanted to take revenge on uh, on a temple. Uh, but there was some there was some new players. So we contrived. Uh, pretty much on Spike Pitt's suggestion uh, that Stilton, his character, would in fact hire this bunch to go and do the dirty work for him. So uh, Colin played one of his backup characters. Uh, I think, yeah, Jason was there. He played a backup character. Um, we had a couple of new characters uh, in there. And um, yeah, so that was really nice. So I didn't really have to do a setup. Instead, we had Stilton, Colin as Stilton, briefed the other characters and sent them off to the temple and then offered them a reward out of his own uh, accumulated cash so that was a nice interesting setup that's an advantage of you know I'd, 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 I'd promised high lethality so people had rolled up several characters we haven't actually had a death yet um, we got close last night again with Joe Richter again <laughs> his character that nearly bought the farm um, but we haven't had a death yet, but people are enjoying dipping into their, to their roster of other characters and bringing those out as well. And because it's a sort of West Marches drop-in, drop-out game, uh, that's working quite well. So in, in this particular game then, <laughs> when Stilton was briefing the characters, he said, right, he's been wronged. He's been wronged by the High Priestess. So oh, I want you to bring me back her head. And that set, up, that set up the session. That was their aim. That was their aim, was to bring back the High Priestess's head. Um, and then they decided they were going to play it. You know, we're, we are gritty mercenaries, highly competent, no nonsense. You know, Stilton's briefed us. We know, we know this lot of wrong'uns, these priests in the temple. So we're going to do the job really professionally. But along the way, I mean, there was some... There was some uh, killing of priests that had surrendered. There was a little bit of uh, execution of uh, of maybe unwitting enemies, and then there was a pretty brutal killing at the end of the session. And along the way, uh, a couple of players started saying, "Oh, so we're in a, we're an evil party." And then there was some disagreement. No, we're not evil. We're just professional. And that was just a really interesting dynamic. The session definitely definitely went to some interesting places not least because uh, Josh Beckelheimer was able to join us um, and so far we've been having a sort of not low fantasy but the, the characters have all been human and I haven't played up um, demi-humans but I did say when I pitched the black hack I said yeah you know put whatever you want in the background I'm, I'm going to be a yep 
um, GM so if you put something interesting in the background that's there in the world and I included races in there I said I said if you want to be uh, something other than human just put it in the background and Josh decided that he was going to be an imp that had been cast out of hell and had to find his way back and I was like yep <laughs> and that definitely that definitely sort of interacted with this dynamic and this idea that some of the players but not all of the players had that they were an evil party that definitely wasn't the session I thought we were sitting down to do I think even the idea that uh, well certainly the idea that Stilton would brief the characters just came to me as the session started I know Colin already suggested that that's how that's how the group would be motivated for this session but the idea that he would brief them and then set set up you know he really he really flavored the way the session developed that just came to me as we started um, and made for a really interesting session yes and very very interesting moments went to some quite dark places uh, at one point Josh's I think he's already talked about this but his imp character ended up wearing somebody else's cut off face and sort of dancing around and declaring that he was now a human like everyone else um, you know <laughs> that's how we roll um, so there was that session then then last night's session um, well uh, I think Jason because the idea of West Marches is there's the world I've given you loads of directions and threads you just let me know in advance of the session what thread you're going to pull on what direction you're going to go in and uh, I'll do my prep around that Jason had mentioned you wanted to go to Mud Harbour which was the much bigger city that I'd alluded to in the setting so I said right yep so you can you can um, buy passage on a on a ship to go down there to the coast and then I thought now, I've been dropping rumours about my Phantoms of the Coral Cave adventure. They hadn't pulled on that thread yet. And I thought, well, some of these characters are third level already. It's really a low-level adventure. So I basically, I basically dropped it in front of them uh, and uh, packaged it in such a way that they couldn't refuse. It's actually part of that adventure that you've got a one, you've got a one window uh, before then... Uh, the tides are such that you can't access this location for another year and I just told them the window was now um, <laughs> really bullishly defied them not to put on that thread <laughs> um, so yeah I was able to play my Phantoms of the Coral Cave adventure with them that was really good fun I've run that before for people but um, so the nature of the way you write out a black hack scenario that there's there's sort of lots of randomness in how it pans out so it's a very different game but it, it funnels towards a moment of high drama uh, because, well, you know, it doesn't necessarily, but because they found the crystal shirt uh, and wanted to take it out with them, that then sort of powers down the whole installation that they found their way into, which releases uh, a wear shark, which is then able to wreak havoc. Um, and it's sort of, they get funneled because there was a bridge uh, an energy bridge that was powered by the shirt and because they've got the shirt the bridge isn't there so that means they've got they've got a problem they've got, got to get across this fast uh, fast flowing stream and the wear shark obviously uh, can smell them from from far away and uh, and so that adds <laughs> so they've got to they've got to either hold off or kill the wear shark or get across the the river and it all sort of comes to a head in the last moment so we went over time a little bit um but I don't think they resented it. And it was, it was quite satisfying 
at the end because you had people sort of desperately jumping. We had we had all kinds of mucking around with ropes and that went wrong. We had players fumbling who were holding the ropes so people were getting sucked under the water and I had it that there's this sort of circular current. People get buff, buffeted around. They actually come back and they can have another go at getting out but we were having failed rolls and people get sucked under the water, buffeted around, having to make constitution rolls to avoid taking damage while they're getting buffeted around in this underground stream. And at one point I think we had, <laughs> we had four of the players splashing around in the water to trying to get out some of them being sucked under and going round uh, and then we had um Joe's character 66 <laughs> trying to hold off the wear shark and it came down to in the end you know they were out of the water Joe was in the water tussling with the wear shark um Joe's character and I think he had one hit point left <laughs> and they didn't know how close to death the wear shark was where it came down to came down to one roll, what Colin calls a stand-up roll, and I actually showed them, I showed them how many hit points, so Joe had successfully hit, despite having disadvantage because he's rolling around in the water, um, and I showed them that this shark was down to three hit points, so it was all on that D6 roll, really, and uh, Joe rolled exactly a three, and it was really hard, I certainly enjoyed it, it's a very satisfying moment. Um, maybe I got a tinge of disappointment that, again, I mean, that would have been it, if he'd gone down there, there would have been no... Um, um, there'd have been no out of action role I think I, I would have been mean and said there'd be no chance of uh, flipping that body over so he really would have been he would have been gone and that would have been the first and the, the, yeah, the other four players would have been safely on the other side oh yeah and by this point um, Bardo the thief had hightailed it with the loot. <laughs> uh, he'd gone. He'd left him. He had the shirt. <laughs> uh, so that was that was really good fun. Looking forward to some more of that. Now now that the group have reached Mud Harbour, they've got another point of light. They've got three different um, settlements that they can start off in. So I'll be asking them. I'm hoping they'll they'll want to explore Mud Harbour a bit, uh, and I'll get to plant some threads there for a bit of urban adventuring. But it was really satisfying. Now, I sort of railroaded them into this dungeon but I was after a proper dungeon crawl and uh, yeah yeah I, I certainly enjoyed it and I think the players didn't resent it too much yeah look, I'll tell you what I, I hope it doesn't get boring keep hearing people bounce around about this wonderful game that they're in I am loving running the black hack I have pitched this this is open to everyone this is a West Marches game it's coordinated through the audio dungeon discord I'm going to put a link to audio dungeon in the show notes um, hop on the discord introduce yourself you can find the black hack thread shout on there that you're keen to get involved in the game uh, we're managing one a week every now and again particularly over the holiday period actually i wouldn't be averse to slotting another one in here and there sort of dependent on uk timings uh, but not entirely i don't mind staying up a bit late on the weekend if that works but i'd be really happy to get new players we've got a whole bunch of rotating cast um, a couple of players have managed every session, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be likely that that, that will be possible for people. Super casual, we've got a mix of um, experience levels, doesn't really matter. Um, the game hasn't proved very fatal so far. I'd love to throw in some first level characters uh, into a harder situation and uh, kill a few. <laughs> so, so if you fancy that, <laughs> definitely get involved. Um, but do, do, uh, we'd be happy to to have some new recruits there um, providing you're able to access Google Hangouts we're not doing it on roll 20 you can roll your dice on the table in front of you have your character sheet on a little scrap of paper we're pretty pretty casual um, 
and it'll be yeah it'd be good good to good to meet you and have you get involved so so feel free thank you for listening if you'd like to contact dave please leave a message on anchor email dpercentile at gmail.com or find him on twitter at d underscore percentile